0: Swimming, taught in the same way as sexuality education. Hmm. Over the years, I've heard a number of these types of analogies. Like, what if we taught driver's ed the same way we teach sexuality education? Kids would know what the brake pedal is, what the gas pedal was, but they'd have no idea how those two things were related. And if the kids were in a really progressive community, they would... Maybe even learn about the clutch. These analogies may sound silly, but all too often they are true. The hard truth about the state of sexuality education in our society, in our faith communities, in our schools, and even in our own homes. I wonder how many of you had an opportunity or felt like you got good sexuality education at home, in your schools, or in your faith communities. Unitarian Universalists have been on the forefront of sexuality education advocacy for many years. The former UUA president, William Sinkford, stated, the Unitarian Universalist Association has been a long-time advocate for age-appropriate, medically accurate, comprehensive sexuality education. Rather than continuing to shroud sexuality in secrecy and shame, Our members, friends, and congregations have opted to take an approach that would affirm our beliefs and our values. I'd like to share with you two stories this morning, the lives of two very different individuals. Two individuals that, as the fates would align, would end up in the same place. Two people whose lives would become intertwined, whose mission and ministry would influence each other. One of our our characters was raised in a liberal religious community, the other in a conservative religious community. One was raised in a northern state, the other in a southern state. One identified as primarily heterosexual, the other as primarily homosexual. One felt that issues of sexuality were discussed in their home. The other felt that the topic of sexuality was taboo in their home. One has vivid memories at the age of 13 sitting in the sanctuary in a UU congregation talking openly and affirmingly about sexuality and sexual orientation. Their congregation offered a comprehensive sexuality education program to its junior high youth. The other has vivid memories of the secrecy and shame with which sexuality and sexual orientation was addressed in their church community. Their congregation offered the None or the No Sexuality Education Program to its youth. Both of these individuals were raised in a family in which education was a value, and both became sexuality educators, one for a family planning organization and the other more informally at a lesbian, gay, bisexual, and or transgender bookstore. Both, around the same time, became religious educators at Unitarian Universalist congregations, something they felt very strongly about. And both, again, about the same time, entered seminary and began their path to ordained ministry. These two could not have had more different religious upbringings, upbringings that set their lives in motion and forged their life paths upbringings that were challenged that they were challenged to deconstruct and reconstruct over and over again in their lives in fact you could say that their upbringing influenced their whole lives the program that one of our participants took about your sexuality or ays was a groundbreaking curricula published by the unitarian universalist association in 1971 in her Master's of Divinity thesis, Sarah Gibb, now the Reverend Sarah Gibb Millspaugh, provides an excellent description of the cultural context of the development of About Your Sexuality. She points out that the influences of the sexual revolution and the birth control revolution were creating a need in our congregations, that discussions of sexuality and sexual, of situational ethics were happening in the pulpit starting in about the, night, the mid-1960s parents were at a loss as to how to deal with these sexuality issues with their with their youth and they turned to their congregations and their religious educators responded it was a stretch for the UUA to publish this program more in regards to its content than to its methodology Veteran religious educator Betty Jo Middleton tells us that About Your Sexuality became a flagship program for the UUA with wide uses both within and beyond the association. The course combined keen attention to the real-world issues of young teens and the questions and confusions they had about sexuality with the creation of a trusting forum where information could be openly shared and feelings and issues discussed with honesty. The program affirmed values held by Unitarian Universalists, open inquiry, respect for human diversity, the freedom to make individual choice, and the responsibility to make them in light of accurate information and with respect for the rights of other people. Sexuality education for youth became an integral part of many UU religious education programs, and several UU congregations considered it their fundamental mission and ministry. Overall, the experiment of About Your Sexuality was a grand success, as its nearly 30 years of curriculum lifespan suggests. However as with all curricula, in the final years about your sexuality became dated. The revision and expansion of AYS took the UUA, working in collaboration with the United Church of Christ, over 10 years to publish. What would eventually become the curriculum called Our Whole Lives was to take on a new structure, one that was uniquely lifespan in nature. The 7th through ninth grade component was published in 1999, followed by the K1, the 4th through 6th, the 10th through 12th, and the adult levels, which came out in 2000. Later in 2008, a young adult module was added, which was authored by a minister that you may know, the Reverend Dr. Michael Tino. The curricula was designed to be freestanding, without religious doctrine, so it could be used in secular settings. However, the underlying values of the program reflected the justice-oriented traditions of both denominations. The faith piece is in a supplement called Sexuality and Our Faith, which is available for UU and UCC congregations. Dan Kennedy, in a 1999 article in in the UU World, which sort of highlighted the launch of our whole lives, said, Our Whole Lives heavily influences, sorry, Our Whole Lives heavily emphasizes respect. It teaches kids that abstinence is okay, that coercion is unacceptable, that sexually transmitted diseases are real and must be dealt with. As befits a program that emphasizes responsibility and UU values, Our Whole Lives invites parental involvement much more explicitly than AYS did the changes reflected a subtle shift in UU cultural yearnings from the radical individualism of the 1970s to a greater emphasis on connectedness, community, and mutual respect. According to data from Melanie Davis, the current Our Whole Lives program associate, over 7,000 people have been trained to facilitate one of the six levels of OWL. And this represents over 650 UU congregations. That figure does not include all of the folks who are from the United Church of Christ, those who've come from other denominations, and those who come from secular organizations to be trained. I want to, is anyone here been trained or gone through in our whole lives training Stephanie? Anyone else? Great. Thank you, Stephanie, for your work. Because it's hard work. It takes time. So I want to appreciate that. Thousands of children and youth have participated in the Our Whole Lives program. Currently, the OWL Facebook page has about 3,000, actually 2,988 fans on Facebook. And if anyone wants to, after service, please let's get that up over 3,000. Click like for the Our Whole Lives program. It is well-known and well-respected among sexuality educators, As you may have figured out, one of the stories that I began with was mine. I was that 13-year-old sitting in the sanctuary at the Duluth Unitarian Church talking about sexuality. I knew at the time that things were different, as we would say in Minnesota, that it was different to talk about sex in church. But it wasn't until I was in my early 20s that I came to understand the profound impact and experience that experience had on me as I listened to others talk about the shame and the guilt that they experienced in their faith communities. And I said, hmm, that wasn't my church. That wasn't my faith community. The other story is of my dear friend Kevin Drury. Kevin and I met when we were both selected to be trainers for the Our Whole Lives elementary levels. We were drawn to each other, and a friendship quickly forged in our intense four days of trainings in Boston. Kevin and I began to co-facilitate Our Whole Lives trainings, flying back and forth to do trainings in our respective districts, mine, Metro New York, and Kevin's Pacific Southwest We did so many trainings together that by the end we could almost finish each other's sentences. We attended RE workshops and meetings, we called each other, we emailed, we Facebooked, and most importantly, we shared. We shared our experiences, our passions, and our dreams. During one of the sections of the Our Whole Lives training We asked participants to reflect on what is religious, spiritual, or faithful about sexuality education. And at the end of that, Kevin and I took to doing what we called our sermonettes, where we talked about saving lives and saving souls. Kevin would talk about the challenges that he faced as a young gay man, about how he believed that if he had been raised in a church community that supported comprehensive sexuality education, and offered a program like Our Whole Lives, things would have been dramatically different for him. And I would talk about how Our Whole Lives saves souls. Bill Sinkford says, Our Whole Lives is truly a religious calling. We come into this world as expressions of the great creative force that shapes the universe, the force that many of us call God. Theologically, you, you see sexuality as one of God's greatest gifts. We express our sexuality best when we are ethically and morally grounded. So responsible sexuality education is much more than just biology and rules. It is about values, including self-worth, sexual health, responsibility, justice and inclusivity, and communication. We need to remember and to remind others that sexuality is more than just sex. Sexuality, from a religious point of view, needs to be celebrated with joy, holiness, and integrity. But it also demands understanding, respect, and self-discipline. Our tradition affirms the goodness of creation, our bodies, and our sexuality. And we are called to be stewards Of these great gifts. Through our whole lives we have saved souls by reaching out to our children and youth at critical points in their lives when they are curious, when they are scared, when they have questions that they don't even know that they have. Our whole lives promotes compassion, justice, and truth-seeking. It honors and celebrates sexuality as a natural and healthy part of human being. Our whole lives teaches self-respect and respect for others whose sexuality might be different than ours. It promotes equity and healthy relationships and counters the injustices of heterosexism, sexual stereotyping, and sexism. It welcomes participants with different levels of knowledge and differing viewpoints. And Our Whole Lives engages participants at all ages in critical thinking, values-building, and role-playing exercises. The impact of Our Whole Lives goes beyond the RE classroom. And I realize that many of you may not have had the opportunity to experience comprehensive sexuality education in your faith communities growing up but by offering our whole lives here in the fellowship we are nurturing a trusting respectful community in which questions are taken seriously and many voices can be heard the core value of respect values of respect responsibility and relationships are the values that this faith community strives to live with each other every day and as we strive to live them outside of the fellowship our whole lives save souls by putting our faith in action. And we know that the rates of suicide amongst the lesbian, gay, bisexual, and or transgender youth are two to three times higher than that of, sexual, of heterosexual youth. And that nine out of ten of LGBT youth are the victims of bullying or harassment. And what I have seen over and over again is that our youth become strong allies. They're the ones that stand up for folks when they see injustices. They challenge the status quo, and they force us and encourage us to challenge that status quo as well. It is about affirming the worth and dignity of everyone. The core principle of this ministry is that it reaches out, not in, but out, It says, we value you, we care about you, we care about who you are and who you are becoming. In fact, we care so much for you that we are going to devote our time, our energy, our precious financial resources, and most importantly, our love to meet your needs. We believe in you, and we want you to have accurate information. It just makes sense to me that people who feel better about themselves are less likely to put themselves at risk, especially the risks of sexually transmitted infections and unplanned pregnancy. Those are the things that could have influenced the decisions that Kevin made. He felt so strongly that if he had been able to attend a program like Our Whole Lives, it could have saved both his life- and his soul. You see, at the age of 19, Kevin contracted HIV. And he lived longer HIV positive, 24 years, than he did live without HIV. In August of 2009, at the age of 43, Kevin left us. His transition from being HIV positive to full-blown AIDS to death was fast. It was less than a year And those of us who knew Kevin rallied in those final months to ensure that he would not lose his dignity and wanted to make sure that he knew that people cared for him and about him. This fellowship helped Kevin, your former DRE Donna, took vacation time to spend with Kevin. She provided a much-needed break for Kevin's caregivers that allowed them to recharge themselves to continue to do that hard work. Kevin's parting gift to me was to give me all of his Our Whole Lives training material, all six boxes that I flew back from California. <laughs> and I have tried to distribute as much of that information across the country as I possibly could. And his curricula lives here at UUFNW. Kevin's life touched so many and continues to touch so many more. The work of About Your Sexuality and Our Whole Lives has been groundbreaking and substantial, but much more needs to be done. As Sinkford states, as individuals, as congregations, and through the association, we have long brought our liberal religious voice to the struggle to end the injustices that flow from this fear and shame. While we and our allies have gained ground in some areas, we have lost ground in others. And tragically, the assault is relentless. Now is the time to put our energy into a sustained and effective fight for comprehensive sexuality education. So you ask me, you ask me why I love this ministry And I will tell you that it is part of our historical legacy. I will tell you that this ministry saves lives and it saves souls. And I will tell you that it is our duty to our children, to our congregations, to the world, and to ourselves to continue this important work. Blessed be and amen.